So the big question is this. How are gigging musicians like us, who don't make any money streaming, who are spending money from our own pockets, how do we treat our music careers as online businesses in a way that lets us get our music and the things we believe in out to the world, yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jared Judge, and welcome to the Gigging Musician Podcast. What's up, musicians? It's Jared, and welcome back to the Gigging Musician Podcast. It's been a little while because I've been recording a bunch of really cool interviews that will be coming out super soon with some very high-profile musicians and people who run music companies. So look forward to those soon. But today, I wanted to chat a little bit about responsibility. And this is a little bit of a deviation from actual like gig business advice, but actually I think, I think it has everything to do with gigging and music advice. Because the age-old question is, well, whose responsibility is anything, really? And when you're running a band, you know, there are so many issues that could come up, like, you know, whose responsibility is the marketing, which I, I think I did a podcast on that a couple months ago, whose responsibility is the booking, even as far as like, you know, when mistakes happen, who is at fault? And so many people, you know, it's just kind of human instinct to want to try to blame others for this. You know, like if somebody doesn't sound good in the band, well, it's that person's fault. But if you're the band leader, and if you're a musician who really wants to take ownership of your music career, then we have to start thinking about that question differently. And I was um, privileged enough to, to take you know, in music school, I had an amazing professor, Dr. Christopher Kiver. He was the professor of choral conducting at Penn State University, but he taught the intro to conducting class, which was how I actually fell in love with conducting, was just because he ran that class so well. And one of the things that he taught me was that if, and when you're conducting a group, which is very similar to being a band leader or even being the CEO of your own music career, when you're leading something, anything that happens that could go wrong and possibly does go wrong, ultimately is your fault. And this is really hard to hear and grapple with because, as I mentioned before, our instinct is to blame others. But he was so adamant that as the, the leader of the group, anything that happens that goes against what anyone was hoping for in the context of your musical group is your fault and it, it could be prevented for and accounted for. And at first I was a little resistant to that idea. It was like, well, I can't control everything. But then when you think about it, you actually do have control over everything. And the minute you realize that you can have control and decide to take control and ownership, that's when everything starts to change. And when you start to, your mindset starts to shift from being somebody who lets others determine their fate and ultimately like puts the the accomplishment of their goals in the hands of others switches that to being in complete control of their fate and in control of your own goals so i uh, like 2 weeks ago my group played a gig that was down in illinois it was a long gig and the client was a little bit uh, disorganized to say the least but eventually we, we got it together, we got the schedule together, and I had s scheduled the musicians to play. And it was a long gig, like 4.30 to 8. 
but because the client was incredibly disorganized, there was some miscommunication with one of the musicians in that group. And this musician thought, well, we were actually only scheduled to 7.30, and so, but the gig was actually uh, booked until 8. Uh, the gig happens, and then at the gig, the couple wanted the musicians to stay to nine, which was an extra hour past the original time. And there was some back and forth amongst the ensemble, uh, amongst the group of like, should we stay? Like, we don't have to. And then, yes, we will. And we think that this is what the overtime rate will be. And they agreed to stay. And so um, I wasn't playing this gig, so this all comes back to me later. And I hear, here's what we agreed upon. Here's what the overtime should be. And they said, awesome, I'll charge the client and I'll pay it out. And I did. And then I start getting messages from one of the members of the group uh, just saying how that was wrong. And my first thought was like to, to blame others because I'm, I'm human. It was like, well, what, what went wrong? Where did this breakdown in communication happen? And, you know, I got very frustrated because I thought I was doing the right thing by providing them with the overtime pay that supposedly was agreed upon. And as it turns out, it was, there was the original miscommunication where he thought they were supposed to play till 7.30. So it was like, well, that's an extra hour and a half of overtime. Plus the rate that we discussed in the gig was different than what was paid out, which I, I didn't know about. And had that been the case, I would have charged the client differently and, and everything. And so... It took me a little bit, which I'm kind of embarrassed about, but I'm glad I'm, I finally did when I realized, like, ultimately, the miscommunication was my fault. Because as the guy who creates BookLive, the software developer and the guy who works with all these thousands of musicians, I need to create and keep improving the system to make it 100% bulletproof, even for these tiny little details, which... You can't really anticipate everything, but you do enough gigs where you start to realize here are the hidden pitfalls. And so this whole, this whole concept, there's a whole book written about it, which I have not read yet, but I would really love to. It's called Extreme Ownership, where you are taking ownership over everything that happens and you're taking ultimate responsibility and deciding that you are going to create the perfect conditions for both the people who hire you and for the people that you hire to play your gigs. And if there's any problem in your system, it's not somebody else's fault, it's your fault. And so if it's your fault, then it's your responsibility to fix it. And this is my kind of vow to you listening to this podcast and to the universe that I vow to always take responsibility for it and issue apologies where I need to and then make the changes, solve the problems that, I, you know, might not feel like my problems, but they are. So it's my responsibility to solve them, and I will continue to do that. I will continue to keep building BookLive, the software tool, into the perfect gigging tool so that none of these miscommunications could happen. I just actually added a, a new feature last weekend, which is autopay, because another thing that I wasn't taking as as good responsibility as I should have was, you know, issuing payments in a very timely manner. And my gold standard is to pay 
the musicians either at the gig or at latest 24 hours after. And there would be some times where I had to log into Book Live and click the pay button, and I would do that two days after. And this is me taking extreme ownership by saying, no, I am going to make the system automatically pay out 24 hours after. That's the default. So everybody gets paid on time. And the benefit is that by taking extreme ownership, putting in the work to make this auto pay happen, is I actually have to do less work now because I no longer have to log in after every gig and go down the list and click pay, 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 pay. Not that it was much work in the first place, but now I don't even have to remember to do it. So anyway, that's my long rant about extreme ownership and taking responsibility of your music career, of your gigging act. And I hope that this helps and inspires some of you because if you are able to get past the idea that bad things that happen are other people's fault, then you're able to get over that and start to actually make changes in your life, in your gigging act, in your music career that will give you ultimate control over your destiny. And so that's me. I'll step off my soapbox right now. Um, if you haven't at this point gotten a chance to get a copy of the Gigging Secrets book, you got to do it. I just got off a podcast episode uh, with the, um, her name is Christine Smith, host of the Musicians vs. the World podcast. I gave her an advanced copy of the book and she loved it. So I wrote this book for gigging musicians like you. Get your copy online at giggingsecrets.com and look forward to the next episode of the Gigging Musician podcast. May all your performances be spectacular. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. If you like this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and tag me and post on Instagram, letting me know what you liked about this episode and let me know what you would like to hear in future episodes. That will help me serve you better. Also, I would love to invite you to my upcoming five-day full-time music challenge. Just give me five short days and I will show you a step-by-step plan to make real consistent income with your music. It's totally free and you can register on fulltimemusicchallenge.com. That's fulltime, one word, no dash in between, fulltimemusicchallenge.com. Thanks again and I hope to see you in my next challenge.